All right, and welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast, episode 78, Female Pleasure from a Female Sex Therapist featuring Helena. She's back and she's beautiful and she's awesome. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and it's awesome to have Helena here because we share the vision of so men and women and couples can be sexually expressed. As much as I work with men, as you know, Helena works with men, women and couples and she's phenomenal at what she does. If you haven't heard our last podcast, go listen to the previous podcast where we talked all about Helena's story and it really goes into depth. But today we want to talk about female orgasms and pleasure and really how women can open up and how you as a man can really allow a woman to open up so she feels comfortable and safe to have the most amount of pleasure so you both can win. So that's why we're here today because at Sexual Quantum Leap, we're here to make men, the, um, men making men men again, getting women to be, getting men to be the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom and then also leaving women better and wetter. So we want to leave women better and wetter today. So how do we do that, Helena? And let's talk about pleasure and orgasms. It's going to be my pleasure. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm excited now. So I'm sick of me always talking about female pleasure and male pleasure. You actually have the parts where you get female pleasure. Let's talk about that first and foremost. Of like, What is the best way to go about your own pleasure as a woman? And then we can probably tap into for men, how men can actually be more receptive and open to allowing their woman to have the most amount of pleasure as well. Wonderful. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the first thing I want to say, because it's really important, mm -hmm. is that women's orgasms and women's pleasure belong to the woman. Mm. You're not responsible for that. You as a man are not responsible for her orgasms. And having said that, you can definitely help her. You can mm. assist her in getting there. You can uh, train yourself and gain skills and learn about her body and her experience and how to support her in getting to the most beautiful, expanded, sexual, orgasmic experience. Mm. But also what I find is so important for both men and women to understand is that her orgasm is hers and she, she is ultimately responsible for, to it. So mm. you can be, what that means is that you can be the most amazing masterful tantric or non-tantric non lover and some of the women you're with will be loving everything you do but some of them you won't be able to make them make them orgasm mm. no I, I agree yeah 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 because there's all this pressure like i have to give her an orgasm to be a man i have to do this where it's like yeah yourself or i can teach men how to give women amazing orgasmic experience but if they're not feeling comfortable and open they're going to shut off and they will not have an orgasm at all and don't feel you're less of a man if you don't actually give a woman pleasure yeah exactly and those two things definitely come together there's 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 you as a man and your abilities and your uh, your willingness to learn learn mm. about sexuality sexuality in general learn about pleasure learn about her body and her preferences mm. but there's also this other very crucial component which is her and her openness and her willingness to really surrender to her pleasure to immerse herself in her own pleasure and if she's got sexual repression if she's got sexual wounding if she's got toxic or limiting beliefs and ideas about her pleasure her body her nudity etc a lot of women are so um self-conscious about their bodies about their mm. nudity that that literally shuts them down from their from their bodies from their pleasure because they're so stuck in their heads thinking about how their bodies aren't perfect so if there's any of that or a number of other different things going on for her mm. even if you as a man have the most amazing skills you are gonna struggle to bring her to an orgasm 
And I like that. It's taking the pressure off men as well because there's so much pressure. We feel like it's all on us to give that woman that orgasm. And some of the, um, the circles that I'm in, it's like these guys putting this pressure. You have to give a woman 10 to 15 orgasms and do all these things. Then you're only a man. But some women are not going to for the first night you meet them or even maybe even over a significant period. Please correct me if I'm wrong. They're not going to have the orgasm because one, they might not even know how to orgasm. They might not know it's possible to have an orgasm sure. and all these things like this. And then you're feeling like, for my masculine, my manhood lies into how I can give a woman an orgasm. I'm like, what? It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. But thank you for bringing that up as well. It's a woman's, it's a woman's duty to be able to get in, tap into her pleasure. As you said with the last um, podcast, talking about you really came from a place of not knowing anything about your body, having sex when you were like not lubricated at all. And then you go, I'm going to work this shit out. I'm going to work out how to get into my own pleasure. So it works, starts with me. And then, then it flows from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So with female pleasure, what was your, like, actually, we want to tap a little bit more into your story. Can you tell me, like, how that started? Like, were you doing, like, self-pleasure? Was it with partners? Like, if you want to tap into that, say, to tell people, like, to tell the guys, like, from a female perspective, what you did to really give yourself that full permission to explore your own, your full pleasure, essentially. Mm. Well, the first thing I did was learning. Mm. going to workshops, going to tantric workshops, sexuality workshops, seeing practitioners and exploring my own sexual trauma, my own repressive patterns of thinking and behaviors, etc. So I first I need to gain awareness around where I was limiting myself. What came next was the healing mm. work with therapists or different kinds of practitioners because I, I explored a lot of different things because yeah. <laughs> I'm curious and I really wanted to find someone who would really help me. And through that, my masturbation was a very important component mm. of that work. I know, that's a big part of your work, what you do now, teaching people to masturbate correctly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole modality called masturbation coaching, which I'm very fond of. I love talking about it. It's one of my favorite topics and I teach it to my clients very often mm. because it is a remedy for a lot of different sexual issues. And for a woman who is shut down sexually, who hasn't really explored her pleasure, who has got maybe shame or inhibitions around her own pleasure and, and her own body and her, her own genitals, to actually have a beautiful, open, expanded, slow mm. masturbation practice is going to start opening up her body to her erotic potential mm. is going to allow her to go deeper into her orgasmic potential. She's going to learn more about herself. She's going to learn how, what kind of touch she mm. needs to mm. actually feel pleasure, to actually orgasm, so that then they, she can tell you yeah. and she can teach you, oh, my body likes this or that. Yeah. But it's also very healing and activating for the body. When a woman is masturbating, on a regular basis, her body is already sexually activated and you don't have to do as much work as a man to kind of start her engine, sexual engine running mm. because she is already connected to her pussy. She will be lubricating. It will be so much easier for her to lubricate, feel, feel aroused and feel her beautiful pleasure yeah. in her body. But please correct me if I'm wrong. You know what you want in the bedroom. Is that right or wrong? I do. Me personally, yeah, I exactly. do. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. And the reason I'm saying this is because when I work with people, I'm sure you do as well, like, I don't know what I like. And then, mm -hmm. like, some, like, even talking about fantasy, like, I don't know what I want. Like, that, 
because they've never gone and done that self-discovery. Like same with me. The reason I say that is well, it's like I know exactly what I like in the bedroom. I know exactly where I like to be touched and know how to express that. And then I realize it's more from the self-inquiry of doing that. Yeah. And then when working with men, they go, what the fuck do I do? How do I get in touch with that? And I love what you said. It starts with the slow masturbation habits. Actually, if you want to talk about that a little bit more, because I know it's such a in-depth topic as well for you to cover, but please go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so there's different aspects of mm-hmm. masturbation that I ask my clients to explore, mm-hmm. starting with actually such basic things as the position of your body. Mm. If you always masturbate in one same position, then exploring different positions might be so helpful. If you always do it sitting down at your computer desk mm. or sitting in your bed, etc., or lying down, etc., mm. what, what other positions might be yeah. interesting? to explore it really all starts with the curiosity what else can i do what else can feel good because usually what we do is we form masturbation habits at teenage years Mm -hmm. and then we do the same thing Mm. for like next 20 years yeah so many people i've i've talked to tell me that they still masturbate now the same way they did 10 15 20 years ago yeah yeah on that note we always say this, it's it's crazy i always say this the way you masturbate is the way you fuck we've actually like got that quote it's like it's really clear and like it starts off there in the training it starts off there with your masturbation habits and like we're saying guys how can they last such a long time just it's like they're, they're training to be a sprinter like they're going as quick as they can but they want to do a long distance race so i'm like You've got to change your masturbation habits. So it's exactly what you're saying and the body yeah. positions. And you feel different pleasure from different body positions as well. Different, like when you're opening up your chest or you're moving. Is that is that right as well? Or? Exactly, yeah. It, and it also comes down to actually really training your body and training your nervous system. Because if you are having this kind of quick, um, potentially even shame-based masturbation practice then that's what is being trained or wired into your nervous system when you always touch yourself one particular way then your body learns that this is how you experience arousal and sexual touch Mm. and then when you're with a partner it's hard to either for you or for her to really go into the depth of sexual pleasure Mm -hmm. when there is only one program that your body knows or is used to and then the partner probably doesn't know that program and can't really take you there exactly the same way that you would take yourself. Yeah. So then the struggle, the struggle starts and we wonder why can I feel more pleasure? Why do I struggle to orgasm or why do I struggle to really feel a lot of pleasure as yeah. a man or yeah. a woman? Yeah. And if you, have you seen a lot in women? Like what's, what's the big thing that women shut themselves down with for their own pleasure? If they don't know what they're doing with their masturbation habits or they've never really self-pleasured so they don't uh, get an understanding of their own body, like what is it for you that you've seen? I've seen mainly it's the inhibitions. Yeah. Main, there's a lot of that kind of crappy conditioning mm. around I can't be a sexual woman because then I won't be respected. Yeah. If I am a sexual woman, I'll be seen as a slut mm-hmm. or a whore. Yeah. And I wanna, I want a man to respect me, mm. so I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. <coughs> that's that it. It's, it's all over now. <laughs> she's, she's coughing. She, she's, she's trying to hold it together and maintain, <laughs> maintain the beauty. That's it. It's all right. You can just keep talking. That's it. We're not even gonna cut this. We're just gonna keep rolling. So you're in trouble. Oh, you're bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So inhib- inhibitions. That's the first thing. Like, your inhibition just came out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Needed to get it out. Um, 
Another thing is the lack of self-awareness, is the kind of waiting for, for the man to touch her in a way that would work, to mm. pleasure her in a way that would work, to bring her to that orgasm. And when she can't, because it's going to, she can't. It's gonna be very hard for the man to really know what to do with her yeah. if she is unable to guide him. Yeah, he might get lucky, but mm. I wouldn't count on that. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I've always said to guys like the first, the best thing you can do for your sexual experiences is like lay in the bed, light some candles if it's like with someone for the first time, and you're sitting there and just going having a chat. It's like it sounds revolutionary, but most people don't do it. It's like actually chatting to him, like, hey, what is there anything you don't want to do today? Is there anything you don't want me to call you? Is there anything you don't want to explore? Or what What do you feel? And it's like everyone thinks it's unsexy. It's, but it's like, how about if you're just taking things slow and you're just like cuddling, touching, kissing, caressing, build that up. And then you're like giving her permission to open up. Then she goes, that's what I'm saying the best she's ever had because inside and outside the bedroom because you're genuinely like, I like the curiosity. So you're curious and you genuinely care about the person who's in front of you going, I want to do this with you. Let's talk about this. Let's. I care. I care enough about the situation and who you are to have a discussion with you. Exactly. And that is so sexy. Oh my god. There you go. She's turned on. <laughs> it's, we, ha- we have to turn off the interview, but that's all part of. It. But it's so ironic. And the thing is, you'd be like, "That's not sexy. It's not part of it because they think it kills." It. Like, have a chat beforehand. It's like I love talking about sex when in the bedroom, and like even like say you're at someone's house, you could be sitting on their couch having a chat about that, and just asking what you want to explore. And you don't necessarily need to be in the bedroom either. And you can start exploring like that. But I think the big thing is, well, I said, well, I love what you said. People are rushing and trying to get get somewhere quickly men and women as well exactly and i love that you touched on that because it's so important that we a big part of a really fulfilling successful sexual experience Mm -hmm. is taking your time with it yeah for both the man and the woman yeah you know the crazy thing is is that we mostly have that awareness that when we take our time either masturbating or being with a partner, Mm. when we really build up the pleasure and the arousal slowly, when we don't just go over the edge too quickly, when we like hold off and keep going and keep seeking the pleasure and keep teasing ourselves and teasing each other, then we know that the whole, the orgasm and the whole experience will be be much more fulfilling, Mm. pleasurable, amazing, satisfying. And yet there is still that kind of sense of rush to get to the main beat, and mm. I put it in quotation marks, the yeah. main, main beat, because there is no main beat. Like the whole sex, sexual experience is the main beat. When yeah. we, whereas we consider penetration the main beat, it's like the main but, course, where it's it's not. Sometimes sometimes the foreplay is better than the sex. Exactly. Like, this foreplay was insane. And then you're like, we've got to wait for the big build-up. But like, um, where is that big build-up? It's like, the, like, that's the presence of the moment to moment and things like this. So exactly. I completely agree. Well... On that note, I was going to say, something slipped my mind, but no, the slut thing, where you said before about women feeling like a slut, like, would you like to t- um, touch on about how men can make women feel comfortable about really exploring? Because I always speak about this, like, sometimes you're in that moment, just want to be that gentle and say, for the first time, slow down as we discussed, but then, like, sometimes you, like, really feel like really primal, just want to rip each other apart, then you want to feel, like, gentle and soft, but then... Sometimes it's that association, I can't like be this wilding, I can't be called this in the bedroom, I can't have this experience. How have you helped women like to overcome that? And then how have you like how would you suggest that men really communicate with women in those situations so they can mm-hmm. feel comfortable expressing that part of themselves? Yeah. What I do with women mm-hmm. is I give them an exercise where I ask them 
not in front of me when they are at home alone. Yeah. I ask them to get naked mm-hmm. and stand in front of a full-length mirror mm. and to look their own bodies mm. with love and compassion. Yeah. To literally look themselves up and down yeah. and do their best to love and, ex- and, and send compassion to every part of the body. Mm. Because that's, that's the big issue. That's the big part of this whole sense of my body is not good enough and there's shame or inhibitions around my body and my body image. Yeah. To actually, le- for her to learn her own body mm. is like is a huge break- breakthrough for a woman in her own ability to be everything that she can be sexually. Mm-hmm. And the way that a man can support a woman in doing that and in experiencing that is by verbal confirmation. Mm-hmm. So a man can look at her, his partner's body mm-hmm. and can literally describe to her what he's seeing from his perspective. Yep. How beautiful she is. Mm. How amazing her different parts of her body are. Mm. You know, the, the color of different body parts, the smell, the, the taste, the texture. So positive reinforcement. Absolutely. Yeah, and through verbal communication. Yeah. Yeah. So many women have such hang-ups around their, the smell, smell of their pussy or mm. the shape or look of their pussy. Mm. That's one of the things that women Google like really, really often well, when it comes yeah. to Googling anything to do with the vagina, it's yeah. mainly about how to, like the hygiene, like to how to get rid of the smell, mm. how to make it more appealing, you know, how to like trim, do the trimming of the hair and all of that to make it look, smell and taste better. There's yeah. like women research that kind of topics a lot. So yeah. there's a lot of misunderstanding around what a beautiful thing, actually a natural, clean yeah. thing. And so much effort, is, isn't it? Yeah. So much effort. And then like, that's, I've, uh, thank you for sharing that because it's like always making clear to guys, like do not ever shame a woman for her pussy or her body because that one thing, I remember when I was like 16, I never forgot, I kissed this girl and then I, it was, she said to like all these people when I was 16 that I was a really bad kisser. So then, like, for me, and I've heard guys when they were younger, they hold on to these stories and then they, they don't want to kiss or they don't want to do certain things. So the stories are, like, dictating their life for such a long time and their connections with people. I'm like, fuck, okay, I can't even believe that. When I was 16, a girl said I was a shit kisser. When I was in a, when I was in a club, like, drinking red cordial and just running up to a chick and trying to kiss every part of her face because I had no idea what I was doing. And then it, it stuck with me for such a long period of time. And I know that I, the big thing we say to guys as well is, do not shame a woman for her sexuality or her expression. Expression, Because sometimes when a woman, even on this note, because talking about pleasure and orgasms, when a woman has an orgasm and is not fucking sexy, the physical like act, when you see it physically, it's not sexy, but the act of a woman having an orgasm is beautiful, but sometimes she looks like a wild fucking bear. She's arching her back. And she's like, really, like, that's what I'm saying. And the guy's like, what do you mean it's not sexy? I did a podcast once, like, <laughs> orgasms are not sexy. So everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Click. And then I'm like, yes, they're not sexy sometimes because of this aspect. Because she's actually giving herself full permission to let go and show all of herself. So, mm. and I go, when she does that, it's like, hold her, caress her, and like, really, like, give her a hug after her. Like, make sure she's okay. Don't think, like, I'm going to go now and go downstairs. Like, maybe she needs a bit more time of cuddles and stuff like that yeah. or send her in an uber if she wants to go home or maybe you can drive her home depending on the situation if it's one night stand it's a part there's so many variables exactly yeah absolutely yeah but on top of that there's also the whole marketing the whole world of marketing that mm-hmm. is basically feeding women on daily basis with the information that yeah. 
there's something wrong with your genitals or with your body the way mm. it is right now. Hence, you need to buy this cream, this product, this cleanser, this whatever other mm. stuff in order to fix you so that your body is nice, smells pretty, etc. Yeah, because if you don't, you won't. And the thing is, it's it's so cruel because it's like focusing on that. If you don't find that man of your dreams and you're a failure as a woman, mm. if you don't have the kids and you're a failure as a woman and to get the kids, you have to put on this makeup and you have to orgasm like this. Yeah. And then like when you're having this pretty little orgasm and your whole face is done in makeup, you're like, oh, just because maybe you don't want to like completely let go. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? I've even said to women, like, you can just tell they're, like, trying to sometimes impress and don't want to show that part. And it's like, it's sad. I'm like, I want to see all of you, like, doing, like, this female archetype. I did, like, a dancing arrows just recently, like, and other courses. Like, I want to see your wild woman. I want to see, like, that really softness. I want to see that part of you because you're going to see that ugly part of me. You're going to see that beautiful part of me. And I'm going to fucking love it. And the thing is, that's all of you, not this, like, perceived version of you just with makeup on and you're just, like, pretending to have an orgasm because you're trying to impress me. I'm like, I don't deal with that shit. I'm like, I want to see all of you and who you are. It takes real courage to be your true self, your true self and the true expression of yourself sexually and otherwise. In the world that yeah. is trying to tell you that there's something wrong. With and you're your right with the marketing. Self. There's so much marketing of like saying you're not good enough. Same with the pills. You need to take this pill to be good enough. Where we're like saying, I love what you said on the last interview. Everything is within inside yourself. Yeah. It, it truly is. And it might sound, we always talk, it starts with here and do your own self-pleasure. Do you want to actually talk a little bit more about yourself, the self-pleasure practices? That's because I know you've got tons on that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I started a little bit just, you know, touched on the curiosity and exploring different positions. So that's one part of it. Another part is to touch your entire body. Mm. Your entire body is one big erogenous zone. We tend to think, oh, there's the... There's the hot spots, you know, mm. the, the genitals, the, the breasts for a woman, the, the, you know, the anus, you know, mm. and that's like really limiting the sexual experience because yeah. your entire body is an erogenous zone. Yeah. And nobody will ever know your body better than you will, that you can that's learn right. about yeah. your body and about your erogenous zones. Yeah. So I actually ask my clients to start off with a full body self-massage, like mm. a loving massage mm. and here the the goal isn't to necessarily arouse yourself but if you do then that's beautiful yeah. the goal here is to look for the pleasure mm. and to mm. find all the beautiful spots on your body and all the ways beautiful delicious ways to touch them that will give you beautiful pleasure yeah you know and you will find spots that don't respond to touch very well or don't respond to a particular kind of touch Mm -hmm. and that's fine it's an exploration but you will also as long as you're persistent and curious you will find amazing areas of your body that respond to maybe very surprising kinds of touch yeah you know just to give you a little example like i um i absolutely love to drag my fingernails like up my stomach Mm -hmm. it literally sends shivers Mm. of blissful pleasure up my entire body yeah and i i would have never known that exploration if explore. i didn't explore yeah. my body exactly cure, cure, there's no like right and wrong and weirdness as well like the guys like, like that's it i just gotta joke i'm like no you got your whole body just dance and play and that's where it's like getting yeah. more into the feminine aspect of who you are as a man exactly so, yeah. there is so much sensitivity in different body parts like the inner arms or, yep. or legs you know there's the ears and the back of the neck or mm-hmm. the, you know the entire neck or the, like the face mm. there's so much sensitivity in the body yeah not just here <laughs> That's what I love what you said. We actually say that as well at SQL. Like, 
don't say her whole body is a pussy, not just her pussy. So like that's the same thing. Like everywhere is a pussy on her body and you're building this up and you're exploring and you're touching. She might be getting off by touching the outside of her leg or like just like, or just like really just under here or her stomach, just like, as you said, the scratching and you're starting to send these goosebumps. And I've, I've said this, I'd love to hear your perspective of like, and tying it back to the, um, tying it back to the masturbation we always talk about like giving like sometimes giving a woman full permission just to let go and be herself is far better than actually an orgasm because sometimes i've had experiences where women go i felt like i came but really it was just like no i just had permission to actually be myself in the bedroom and then she goes thank you and then also like then the orgasms can flow after it but it's not that pressure but then like giving her also permission to go go explore your body because it's beautiful as well exactly it's a lot of trouble start when we try to follow some kind of a scenario when we believe that we're supposed to follow a scenario that sex is supposed to look like something Mm. like step one two three foreplay penetration orgasm and then cuddle maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe exactly (laughs) so like we try to follow a script because we feel like there's a right or wrong way to do sex yeah there is no such thing as Mm. a wrong way to do sex as long as you're not hurting anyone as long as there's consenting adults involved like that's that's really all like that i would limit your sexual experience to Mm. as long there's as there's consenting adults involved you can do whatever you want You can spend your whole sexual experience by using feather-light touch and gently stroking your or her entire body, you know? Mm. Sex doesn't even have to involve penetration. Sex can involve anything that you both want or Mm. desire or are willing to play with or explore. Mm. Amazing. And one of the reasons why so many women struggle to orgasm during sex Mm. is because they are usually prematurely penetrated Mm. i'm not even talking about premature ejaculation here i'm talking about premature penetration where there is that that idea that okay we've done a lot of a bit of a bit of stroking bit of kissing now it's time to put my penis inside of her her vagina and then i'm gonna ejaculate and it's gonna be over where she really usually has got not not a chance of getting to where she needs to be sexually to actually orgasm and to have a beautiful experience Mm -hmm. so when as long as we have these scripts in our heads and we're trying to follow them because we feel like that's the right thing to do, mm. we might be really missing I agree, yeah. the sexual and orgasmic thing to yeah. do. Yeah, I work with like accountants and then also like engineers a lot. And especially okay. like this, I'm making a generalization here, but working with men from like Germany, holy fuck, you know who you are. <laughs> Sequences, yeah. scripts. How long do I do the foreplay for? And they like shit like this consistently and I get it. And I understand that they're, they're curious and they're trying to learn. And they're like getting their pen and paper out ready to write the note. And like, how long do I do the foreplay for? Or how long do I do like, I say like you start with your hand over the pussy and then you just keep it there and you just can relax and make her feel held and stuff like that. I basically teach a yoni massage, but I just call it pussy massage, but then change it up a little bit without yeah. like the healing aspects of it. Okay. So that's the understanding behind it. But it's like, have your hand on the, um, have your hand on the pussy hold it there and relax and breathe with her. And then I go, how long? I go, one minute and 26 seconds. And, and they're writing this down. I'm like, no, motherfucker, I'm joking. I go, how do you feel? Do you actually enjoy doing this? Like things like this. I'm like, really relax with your partner and just like breathe with her and see how she's feeling. If it's like 30 seconds, if it's like five minutes, you're enjoying that experience because that is all part of the sex and the female pleasure and the orgasms happen because she can go, 
thank you for understanding my body and connecting with me. Yeah. That's what I, I'm being a woman right now. Thank you for connecting with me. <laughs> and that presence, your and yeah. hers, in the whole experience, yeah. will tell you what to do mm. and how to do it for how long, etc. Because it's not a script. Exactly. It's not yeah. a minute and 26 second thing. Yeah. It's a be there mm. for as long as it feels good. And yeah. the only way you'll know that if you, is if you are in your body, if you are breathing deeply, if you're feeling yourself, if mm. you're feeling hair. Not getting to your head, not getting into the, all the thoughts of, oh my God, what's the ne next thing? Is she having fun? Am I having fun? What's supposed to happen? I can't come too quickly. Is she going to orgasm? What do I need to do later, etc., etc. That's not where great sex is, not in the head, mm. mm -hmm. in the body. And we need to keep going back there, mm -hmm. breathing deeply, feeling the body, feeling ourselves, feeling the partner. Breath, sound, movement. That's right. Breathing deeply, feeling deeply. Yeah. Oh. We could talk about this for such a long time. Before we wrap this up, is there anything you would like to just add about female pleasure that you'd like to share with men, even though we've covered so much already today? Women love to be ravished mm -hmm. by a man. Women love that, especially feminine women. Mm -hmm. I can't talk about every single woman here, yep. but the feminine women, which make up the majority of women, love for a man to really take control in mm -hmm. the bedroom so that they can truly surrender to it. Yep. But an important aspect of that control is that he's also gentle and kind with her. So mm. I'm not talking about a kind of rape scenario. Yep. When you think about the fantasy that women have most often, mm. they fantasize about strong, controlling, powerful men mm -hmm. who is also extremely kind and gentle with them. So mm -hmm. he can take control. He can push her against the wall and he can kiss her and arouse her in a variety of different ways, but he's not going to hurt her. It's yeah. not an aggressive kind of yeah. uh, experience. The difference between dominance and domineering. Yeah. That's right. Like, yeah. yeah, the dominance, oh, we always say this, dominance is love. It's like... I having that person's best interest at heart. I'm, great, I'm glad you brought up that point because it's so key. People just think, and I've done massive episodes on this, but it's you've just said it so so eloquently of like dominance is caring about the person and taking and ravishing, not all women, but it's like depending on the moods as well and the situations. And then when she can feel safe and surrender, that's, that's exactly what we teach at SQL. So thank you for really making that clear. It's like we do this. We have an exercise where like a, guy, a woman's waiting on the wall here, her hands are tied together. The guy walks up slowly to really gentle music and then holding eye contact, breathing deeply. And then what happens, he gets his gets her hand and pins it above the wall really quickly and then does it slowly and then comes in, pushes on the chest and comes really close with the eye contact. So really like it's that difference. It's like that slow, fast, slow, boom, there, presence. And then you can just tell every time we've had the models, the models are very open, they're like, I'm so turned on right now because I feel like he's so relaxed, but he's just there with me and he mm. wants to just take me and nothing matters in the fucking world. And then the yeah. she's like, holy moly, I need some more of that. And you just see how open these women get and how like relaxed these guys get and taking away what you said. It's not domineering like, I have to do this, I have to be this. And it's like, fuck that. If you're putting on a persona, then you're destroying so much of who you are. Exactly. But... Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. That's a really good point. And I'm glad you did that because I was just on the fly as well of Helena going, hey, this is what majority of women really want to have and explore. But it's this Fifty Shades of Grey sometimes bullshit where guys think I have to have a whip and now I'm a dominant male. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. 
Well, appreciate you again for being here. Thank you so much. Female pleasure and orgasms. It's, uh, I, I love this topic. And as I said, now you've heard it from Helena herself. So with that being said, Helena has incredible courses. She's awesome what she does. She works with men, women, and couples. So if, if you really resonated with her message, make sure you reach her. As I said, her links will be in the comments below here or somewhere. And if you can't reach out to Helena, you can go to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast and you can reach out to her um, no, Sexual Quantum Leap um, website and you can get her there. Also, remember, if you liked what you heard here and you want to learn how to give a woman multiple orgasms with your hands, what you can do is check out the free Pussy Massage Guide and you can learn how to um, yeah, give women insane experiences similar to what we've been talking about today. So... Again, thank you for being here and it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you.